You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. It's very clear to see that a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down, medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee, and we are so glad you're joining us today. This is episode 495, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we are going to be talking to a Mousecapades listener and fellow Your Story Travel agent, Brandy Vitalo. But before we get started, we want to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on any budget. So today we're welcoming Brandy, and uh, Brandy lives where, Brandy? Where do you live at? Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. So how's the weather in Cincinnati? It's um, it's trending warmer, but it's not been great. <laughs> it's actually been warm here for a couple days now. At least a few days. But I know Missouri weather well enough to know that I shouldn't get too excited because it's very possible we could get snow again. I'm not. I'm yeah, not Mark, it's, it's the same way in the Ohio Valley. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> so Brandy and her family went to Disney World this past summer and her daughter was there for dance. And she just wanted to share a little bit about her trip with us because she, after she heard our trip report and how we did kind of a split stay. So she was going to give us a little insight to that. So I'll let you go ahead and say what you're going to say. Sorry. And then we'll ask okay. questions. Oh, no, you're, no, you're fine. Um, so it was actually really interesting. So there is a, um, there are many travel agencies that do, travel agencies that do performance travel for students. I know there's a lot of them. And actually any travel agency could do it. It's something that Disney offers, but there's some that big ones that like specialize specifically in it and our studio owner had she's actually was a former Walt Disney World performer herself um, and so she wanted, she decided that over the course of the next couple of years she wanted to take several trips with her competition team and this was the first one um, so it basically she needed a minimum of 10 girls and we booked our main part of the stay through that agency that was handling everything and you kind of didn't really get a choice of where you were going to stay um luckily for me we ended up at port orleans french quarter nice. which i've uh, <laughs> yeah i've vlogged about uh port orleans a couple of times um i know there's a lot of there's a lot of fandom around it i think a lot of the disney resorts have their almost like little niche of people who like that's the resort they always stay at and they don't want to stay anywhere else and this quarterly definitely has that um French Quarter was just it's just so small and so cozy um there's only like eight buildings I think wow in all of French Quarter and um one main big pool and a splash pad you know one main food court and arcade lobby you know the whole thing but it is just so inviting so small and it honestly you think it would be loud but it's really not it is just so quiet and peaceful 
there. That's awesome. So that was, yeah, that was probably my favorite part of it because I just kind of took it all in when we got there. I'm like, because I previously stayed at All Star Music, uh-huh. which was fine. We were there during spring break. I think the All Star Resorts are great, but we were there during spring break when there was just a ton of people there. So just kind of sitting there and looking around just how chill this resort was compared to the hustle and bustle of the All Stars, was, it was definitely different. Yeah, so we stayed there for, I think there was a minimum of like four nights or something. And we came in on a Monday. Their performance was the next Tuesday at uh, at the Disney Springs Marketplace stage, which was incredible. I think I just cried the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was interesting about what they got to do is my daughter and all her friends they actually were picked up we met all that in the lobby and the studio owner got them and they went on a disney like charter bus and they actually have a special i don't know where it is on property but they actually have a special like performing arts like building where they go to get warmed up and do their run-throughs and stuff and then they took them on the charter bus over to disney springs to where they could enter on that stage and it was just so neat to watch them and hear later about it what she told me she's like they told us we were cast members and they taught them about the two finger point and they told them that if anyone talked to them they were representing Disney and they had in their conversation with have a magical day (laughs) so it was like super fun for especially my daughter just she was just like 11 she absolutely had a blast with that so we only did one park day we went to magic kingdom the next day um a lot of the families did magic kingdom the following day which was a wednesday um also one of her former teachers is actually a walt disney world performer oh awesome and she she's um one of the dancers in the fantasy parade she also does the uh charlie car show in Magic Kingdom, and occasionally she gets pulled over to be in the Lion King show at Animal Kingdom. That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when this particular time we actually met up with her, she was in the Move It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It parade. So our girls actually got to go out and like dance with her in the in the street, you know, street party, street show, whatever they call that. So they had a really really great time. We. They had extra magic hours that night at Magic Kingdom. We almost made it <laughs> until 1 a.m. But I think at about 12.15, I was sitting there like, okay, let's go get in the ride for Seven Dwarfs. We're going to go get in the scene by line for Seven Dwarfs my train. Let's do it. And they all looked at me like, no, we're good. Let's let's, let's go home. And I was like, oh, come on. I want to close the park. <laughs> but I could have stayed by myself, I guess. But that was it. I was it for Magic Kingdom for that day. Um we spent the next day just hanging out, enjoying the resort. Um, we did get rained on, like, the first couple of weeks in June is definitely, like, the real rainy season. I mean, I think the pool would shut down three or four times in a day. Oh, wow. For the thunderstorms. Yeah, we got just dumped on the whole time. We were, I think every single park day we had, there was rain a little bit. We had so, rain quite uh, a bit this trip, and that was very unusual for us. Yeah, yeah I wasn't, and I wasn't used to, like, the monsoon downpours we were having it wasn't just like the the three o'clock sprinkle i mean this was like you are standing inside the gift shop on main street and you are not going right exactly (laughs) oh bad yeah we had that the very Um, first time we went there and it was in june yeah Mm -hmm. but we made a lot of good memories splashing in the puddles and running through the park because a lot of people left right did you see that oh yeah people 
people will and I found out not on that magic I did see it on Magic Kingdom Day because what happened was usually on Magic Kingdom Day like in, in I say usually like I've done it as many times but the year prior I was able to go down to Main Street where it's less crowded and still get like a really good view of the castle for the fireworks and be like perfectly content and not have people like on top of me like you would around the hub of the castle and other spots they either pay for or stake out for three hours prior um but leaving down on main street because of i think because of the extra magic hours people left and came back oh okay. after it quit raining so main street was just cram jam <laughs> having just come in the park so that was a little unnerving you know trying to get a decent just to get a halfway decent view straight through to the castle but it ended up being a great day we were i mean we definitely got our money's worth out of that ticket because actually with the performance travel we were automatically provided um two park tickets oh that's great one day park tickets so that was part of the fee in the package that we did through the dance studio so i mean definitely after that night of being there till about twelve fifteen, we probably we needed that rest day the next day. Like, there were no plans the next day whatsoever. Um, but, yeah, so we had a nice resort day, hung out with all of our dance friends. Now, the following, so now I'm on, that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Magic Kingdom Day, Thursday, hangout day. Friday was what I called resort moving day. And what I actually did, not knowing all the things I know now as an agent, I went ahead and I booked, um, I rented DVC points oh, uh-huh. to stay at Saratoga Springs. Oh, nice. Which is another, that was another amazing resort. And it's right up the river. I mean, it's right up the river from yes. French Quarter. I didn't even realize how close it was when I did it. But it ended up being just wonderful. Um, but, and due to, um, I, had a, I have a fun hack for you. Not that it was intentional. But what ended up happening due to the back and forth, back and forth, the studio owner, there was a miscommunication about how many nights were included with our stay. Oh. And I actually thought that resort moving day on Friday night that we were going to still be at French Quarter and that I didn't actually have to move to Saratoga Springs until Saturday. Gotcha. Which it didn't affect our park days and I hadn't even planned and got that far of planning yet um but so I, what I did was like kind of freaked out a little bit because I hadn't bought it through them and then I kind of was a little mistrustful of the travel agency after that right so I'm like you know what I'm not buying anything else through them I'm just going to do this myself so my second my original intended part of the BBC move was intended to be Saturday and because of thinking like the, the agency I ran the DVC points through was amazing and I actually bought um my dining a dining plan through them as well oh cool they allowed me to do that so that was great and what I decided was I was just going to do the quick service because we were mostly park days and I'm like we don't want to spend a lot of time sitting down we we actually did it was funny your last podcast our very first trip my husband bought the deluxe dining plan <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah because he just thought I don't want to worry about anything. I want to know that everything is paid for before we get there. Well, that's smart. It's just, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and we had so many snack credits when it was all said and done. When we checked out, we went home with probably a whole bag of uh, gummy treats and trail mix and <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, but so I was just like, you know, it's mostly park days. We'll just get in, you know, 
we'll, this, we'll just do quick service and that'll be the easiest thing. So that was the plan, that was the intention. Then we realized all of a sudden I'm gonna be homeless in Disney World. Oh no. <laughs> the whole day because of the snafu. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna call DUC and see if they have, um, you know, through the same booking agency, I'm gonna see if they have a day for us. And luckily at Saratoga Springs still, there was availability. It's through a different renting member, but there was availability for one night in the same type of room. So thankfully, that all worked out. Then all of a sudden I'm looking at, you know, my Disney experience. I'm like, I have three reservation numbers I can play with. (laughs) And I had this light bulb go off of, I can buy the higher end dining plan for one day. Oh, they let yeah. me do that. Like, nobody cares. They're like, there's, I was like, am I doing anything shady? They're like, no. I'm like, that's amazing. So I bought the deluxe dining plan for one day for four people. And on that day, we had two table service meals. We had breakfast at Trattoria Al Forno in the morning. And then we had dinner at 1900 Parker. Oh, cool. <laughs> we had two character meals in in one day and that was just incredible because it was basically a day of hang by the go eat hang by the pool go eat again yeah um those are good days though yes it was really fun was great um the breakfast was incredible um my husband actually so he's a huge like he's italian he loves pasta and meatballs and all that. And he knows we were there for breakfast, obviously. But he noticed they had, I don't know if you know this, like Cavadelli pasta. You know what that is? Uh-huh. Okay, so is that like little rolled pasta. And it's really made more of cheese than anything else. Oh, I didn't realize that. And he, yes, that little, it's kind of like when they hand make it, it's actually, imagine taking a little ball of pasta and rolling around the end of a wooden spoon. Oh, and that's okay. like how they get the shape of it. Um, but he was like, oh my gosh, I bet they have handmade Cavadel. And so he asked the server, he's like, I know it's breakfast. Is there any way I can get this to go? And she's like, let me ask the chef. And the chef came over to the table, brought him a menu, had a like full conversation with him about it. And they totally made him that to go. Oh, and just awesome. charge him another meal credit. So that helped use up the meal credits, too. That's so, so cool. But, yeah, I couldn't believe they did that. I was like, that is not Disney for you. I was like, that is incredible. I was like, I don't know any other restaurant that would make you dinner during breakfast. <laughs> One person, just because you asked them to. That is so cool. So though. that was, yeah, that was super fun. Um, 1900 Park Fair that same night, obviously, the amazing buffet, the great food. Um my daughter actually got this dance with the evil stepmother <laughs> when they were doing their waltzes she came over to the table and asked her to dance and walked her around the room and it was it was just priceless it was the most adorable thing ever so i really think that those was characters at 1900 figure sorry the uh mm-hmm. they're just over the top we talked about that when we were doing our trip report i'm sure or actually when we were doing the dining episode i think last week we were talking about that that we hadn't been there since I think Kaylee was twelve. Was thirteen. Yeah, and so uh, she's she's getting ready to turn twenty three soon. So um, it's been a while, and she said we should go back there because I, the Mad Hatter spent what ten minutes with us or something, 
I honestly can't remember, but it was a long time. And he just kept uh -huh. hanging out with us and taking more pictures. And he'd say, "Mom, get your camera ready. Mom, get your camera." So <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they try to make the experience even better at 1900 Fair or what, but that was a good experience for us as well. I noticed that with the Mad Hatter because we had breakfast there on our first trip, and I noticed the Mad Hatter. There was one. I don't know. He kind of does that like whoop whoop noise all the time. Yeah. I don't know if that's a new a thing he's always done or if that was something he was doing especially with this family. But this this one table, he would be across the room, and they would yell something, and he would whoop back to them, and it went on like the whole time we were there. Like, all the time that family was seated, they were whoop whooping back and forth to each other across the room. It was really funny. That's so fun, though. I think it makes the experience so much better. Oh, absolutely. Whoever that guy is that plays that part, I don't know if it's the same one still, but uh, he was amazing. I know it was the same one when we went. So that was what? When you were 13? It was 10 years ago. So 2010. 2010. We went back in 2018, and I know that it was the same guy playing him in the parade when they still had the electrical parade. Yeah, and you know, they just did something for, um, gosh, what day was that where they had that big unbirthday thing? They had it on the Disney Parks blog, and they had like a special um, cake and everything, and there was a couple of people picked to go back, and it was like on the lawn, like behind the castle. Oh, yeah. I, I can't, I what was that for? I can't remember. I, don't, I actually don't remember. But I know it, I saw a glimpse of that. I, we have yeah, so many and I, things I, during the day. I try to look at them later, but sometimes I think uh, I signed up for too many. <laughs> There's never too much Disney. Right. But when I'm teaching, I'll get done for a second. I'll sit down and I'll see all these things happening at Disney. And I'm like, oh, I want to read these right now, but I don't have time. I have to teach. So you have to do your job. Yeah. <laughs> Like right 
as soon as we got past that main entryway of the Animal Kingdom. And I literally like stopped dead in my tracks and my best friend and my husband were like, what? And I'm like, it's divine. And they're looking at me like, I don't know what that means. Like, what are you, what are you it's a woman about? in there. There's a woman in this. Did you see this lady with all the brain on her? That's a person thing. It's a thing. I promise it's a thing. They're still looking like I'm not. My daughter was like playing along, like, okay, mom. Like, she actually said, like, where I can always get, the, like, her, you know, divine in the background. And I got a little video of her moving around and stuff. I mean, it was just so fun. I was like, that I could have planned it more perfect. Like, it was absolutely perfect. It was. Um, you know what? Yeah, we got lucky with fast passes this whole trip. Um, I got Flight of Passage, I got Cali River Rapids, and I got the Safari. She pretty much spent a lot of the time. Uh, we did the jungle trails and walked around. We did a lot of hanging out in Pandora. Um, we had our lunch, our quick service at Satuli Canteen, which, man, that is just the best deal, I think, for quick service, one of them, because it's just so unique and you can't get that kind of food like anywhere else. Right. Even Nick went in there. I can't remember what he said he had. Because Nick, um, I know you guys don't know Nick as well as we do, but he is so picky. <laughs> Him and my son are the picky. No, I've, I've heard he just eats, like, he eats his chicken fingers and his burger, and that's, like, pretty much. <laughs> and a hot dog, yeah. I was trying to think. There was something that he told me the other day that he ate, and I was like, what? You ate that? And he was like, well, I had to try it. The thing that I think is interesting, and I know you said you listen to the show, so you may already know this, but... When he had, when he was in training, when he was like 18 years old, right after high school, they put them in the woods and left them for a couple of days and they had to survive when was there. So he ate like squirrel and all kinds of stuff. And he's so picky now. And I said, you would think it would be the other way around. Cause he like just, don't eat anything? Yeah. Cause he had to eat anything to survive it. He goes, that was survival mode, Vicky. This is real life. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, actually, one of my coworkers was in the Marine Corps, and he'll eat a worm just now. He'll eat a worm just to gross you out. Yeah, no. Because it doesn't bother. He's like, whatever, I've done it before. He'll just pick it up and eat it. Like, I mean, just whatever, it's just a worm. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying you're starving to eat a worm? Like, I don't, I don't know. You just say, yeah. seriously, we believe you. Please don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't need proof. <laughs> like, I, I get it. I, I trust you. Completely. I trust you. Was that your first time riding Flight of Passage then? No, it was our, it was our second. Um, we had done, we was, I mean, honestly, we had some repeats from our first trip, but just my daughter was so blown away by Flight of Passage. Oh, and, yeah. And she was, that is like, she and she was the movie Avatar. So going to that world and riding that ride was like incredible for her. We almost waited in the line for Navi River Journey just because it's nice and peaceful and it's got the cool effects and stuff. But it was like, I think people were just getting at, doing anything to get out of the heat. So that line was pretty long um, and it just didn't work, you know, with us to do what we wanted to do. We ended up, we ended up seeing the Festival Lion King show, uh, which I hadn't seen before, which was great. Um, we just got some whips and ice cream and hung out on the line and got to go in and do that um we kind of just hung out there was a lot of hanging out because a lot of the stuff in dino land outside of the boneyard was um down dinosaur was down for a bit even and primeval world was like completely shut down so all we were really doing was hanging out waiting for where was the light to start and yeah. i think that was about it 8 30 that night or something um and so we found that we were like packed i mean we were packed in there like sardines and then again it was so hot i know it's florida but that day just stood out as being 
ridiculous in my mind of how hot it was that day. Um, and so my husband, he was just like, he can be kind of claustrophobic. He definitely was kind of this, and you know how the seating like that amphitheater seating for for the flight, there's no room for your legs. And he has long legs and he's just like, come on, (laughs) there's just bodies everywhere. He can't stretch out or anything. And so they finally get the show started and like three minutes into it, they stopped it and put out an outfit that they were having te- technical difficulties and the police stand by. No. <laughs> I literally started crying. <laughs> I would have too. You've been waiting for how long? Two or three hours to watch? Yes. I, was, I, was literally, I literally cried. And then my daughter's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, because nobody else wants this stuff. like, well, I do. <laughs> Looking at the other two adults and I'm like, it's fine. It'll be okay. And it it did start and it did play to the end and it was wonderful. It was absolutely incredible. Um, But yeah, that was like my one moment of like absolute despair. (laughs) Disney was like, oh no. I've kept people waiting for hours promising them this is going to be incredible and now it's not anymore. (laughs) It's so interesting because your experience was completely polar opposite of what we had. You want to talk about the, um, the weather? Because she said it was steaming and there was, they were packed. We didn't go this past trip, but we went the trip before that, I believe. And it was mm-hmm. freezing. Like, I remember Joey doesn't listen to anything we say. And so we were like, you need to pack pants. Because our first few trips at Christmas time were pretty warm. Actually, except for at night. But these, mm-hmm. few, these past few recent trips have been very cold. And that night was freezing. Like, I think it got into, like, the 40s. And we had to buy... Oh, him. that's cold for Florida. Yes. Yeah, we had to buy him sweatpants because he was in shorts and he was, like, suffering. And he was like, I'm fine. I'm not cold. And I'm like, you are. You're shivering. And so we had to get him sweatpants. And it was like, the water from that show, if you're sitting close enough, it sprays you. And so it made us even colder. Mm-hmm. And so that was very different from your experience. And there was hardly anybody around us. Yeah. Like and, they they might have oh been, man they might have been two rows behind us, but we were really spread out. But that was the same trip that he was so cold the one day. I think we went early for something without mom and dad, and I was like, "You're cold, aren't you?" And he went, "I am, but I'm not going to tell mom that." <laughs> and I was like, you can't let her be right. Oh, that is funny. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would, unless June is, like, your only opportunity to go, I would honestly just be like, oh, you know, unless there's a really amazing discount, I would have lived the first few weeks in June just because of the rain and the, I mean, it's, it's Florida, so it's, it's unpredictable in general, but just my general experience that literally, like, the second week of June, I think we, our arrival date was, like, June 10th, and it was just definitely... Nothing. I'd been there during spring break during the while it was crowded. It was the amazing, perfect weather where it was a bit chilly in the morning where you need a jacket. And then you put your jacket in your backpack and you're nice and toasty. And then you go to the pool and everything's wonderful. <laughs> I had not experienced like the double weather yet. So that was... We've had years like that in December, but just recently, I, I mean, everything's switching. It was actually warmer here. I, you might probably told that, heard that on the trip report. It was warmer mm-hmm. in St. Louis on Christmas Day than it was in Florida, which was bizarre for us. 
We were like, oh, oh, I like it's 70 degrees. We're outside in our shorts. And we're like, uh, we have on a coat. Uh, we have on a sweater. <laughs> we're freezing. <laughs> but I mean, it still makes I it do fun. look for that sometimes. Like when you're watching the blo- the Disney blogs and stuff online and you're seeing, um, I can always tell, like, I will then go to my app and look up how cold it is in Orlando because I'll see people in coats and gloves and hats. And sometimes, like, okay, it's 55. Right. You guys do not need to be in <laughs> hats. But um, my friend that lives in Daytona assures me that their cold is different than my cold because of the humidity, and they're they're much colder than we are. Right at that fifty-five. <laughs> well, all I know is the people. I don't know if they were from Mexico or where they're from, but we could tell that they were Hispanic of you know ethnicity, and they uh-huh. had on winter coats and gloves and scarves yep. and hats, and they were like still shivering, and we felt terrible for them because we were like. This is awesome. We don't need a coat. We can walk, you know. Right. Sure. Yeah. Hoodie and jeans. Yeah. I felt so bad for them. But anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted your animal kingdom. So then you left the park after the show was over, right? Yes. In the most exited of all the same bodies that were all on top of each other. <laughs> the park and just went home for a shower, went straight to bed. Um, and I didn't mention this. I did talk about we were at Saratoga Springs, but the... Um, we ended up with, like, the studio villa just because there was, you know, four people, right. one of them being a child. And so that came with, like, a queen-size bed and, like, a pull-out, like, sofa, queen-size uh-huh. bed. Um, my uh, my daughter didn't mind it. No, my best friend was like, I have definitely slept on more comfortable things. Like, the the mattress pad part of it was super thin to the point where she could actually feel, like, the, the wooden slats. Yeah. Like through the thing. So she was not super comfortable, which I felt kind of bad. But other than that, I and mean, it had the kitchenette in it, the room was really nice. Like if you had to be in the room, it wasn't bad. Like for the, for the rain. Right. Which the next day we had Hollywood Studios. So we, gosh, I'm trying to remember, I'm looking at my notes, trying to remember exactly what time we got there. I know our first fast pass for Slinky Dog was at like 1030. So we I think I played on I was trying to be there like an hour before my first fast pass just to get time to walk around, grab a snack if I wanted to or whatever. Um so I think we got there about like between nine thirty and ten. Um, Road Slinky Dog, which is an amazing ride. I could ride that ride over and over yes. <laughs> My daughter also she was she really made um character autographs a priority of hers this time. Okay. And she has a hardback book I got her for our first trip I just read about it on like you know fun autograph book ideas I bought the junior encyclopedia of Disney characters book and so they can sign on their page oh that's cool and so she has like it pretty much has everybody I mean only people that weren't in it were like Mary Poppins um but like even Vanellope and Ralph who we saw next day at Epcot like they're in it because I have Pixar in it too oh, so she nice. just we kind of throw that in the backpack and we take that everywhere to get signed it. I think our, when we first walked into Toy Story, we got, you know, in the line for our picture with the Toy Story sign and then we stopped met Buzz Lightyear. So we waited in that line for the autograph. Then we went and, you know, got through. We were like, okay, we've got to eat now. I'm like, I have to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. It's the newest one here. <laughs> and I think we got those, how many else has ever had these, the tachos, which is like the tater tots with the chili and cheese and all the yummy stuff on it, which that was incredible. Whoever came up with that, that's a great idea. I know, my daughter's uh, nodding her head while you're saying this. <laughs> yeah, those were great. And we also had the um, kids grilled cheese and I think I shared the brisket melt with my husband. 
And that, I mean, all the food was excellent. They like they're even their specialty, like alcohol beverage. There was really good too, but just really refreshing and light. We were still, and it was still hot that day, so we were still like everywhere. We were just looking for the water jugs everywhere. Yeah. Like we it was just constantly get water, get water everywhere you could. I think after we ate, and I remember, I remember thinking one of the coolest things about that land was how interactive and how inclusive they wanted it to be. Because one of the ladies came out, we were sitting at the tables because Dennis and Abby, um, my daughter and my husband, were trying to, they were thinking about trying to wait for aliens, rolling saucers. And of course, my daughter is just spoiled because I've always gotten good fast passes for like all the high end rides. And she stood there for a little bit and she was like, 45 minutes is too long, I'm done. And <laughs> she wouldn't wait. So um, she'll wait for characters for that long, but she won't wait for a ride for That's that long. Funny. Um, it is hilarious. It's hilarious just knowing her personality. I'm like, I would wait for a ride before I wait for a character, but that's just me. Um, so my friend and I were just kind of hanging out, enjoying the shade, drinking our water, you know, and one of the ladies came by, was cleaning the table. She's like, how are you enjoying everything? I'm like, oh, it's great. You know, thanks. And she goes, well, did you get on Funky Dog yet? And we're like, yeah, we did. And she's like, okay, good, because I hear a rumor and his mom's about to turn on the sprinklers. <laughs> oh no! Like, and I said, "Oh no!" I was like, "Well, does that mean the rides don't work?" And she goes, "If the flashers come on too." <laughs> Oh, that they no. warned us about. 
and the thunder and the lightning and pool shutting down. So we, Ellen and I just grabbed our stuff and just booked it. Like, we grabbed all the stuff they left. I, you know, didn't want to leave his phone or anything sitting there to get rained on. So we, I'm like, they'll figure out. We went back to the room and they keep this rain. So we ran back to the room and for them. And I swear, I think it downpoured for a solid 20, 25 minutes. Uh. Downpour. And we were like, I wonder how long they're going to stand there in the dining room before they make a dash. <laughs> Our room, yeah. Because our room was, I mean, it, based on the way this layout of Saratoga Springs, we weren't super far away from the main building because of the way the trails went and you could cut through like by the golf course and everything but we were even by like I had a we were very close to like another pool like a small pool it was nice because actually we would stop in there they still had the soda machine and the ice was working in there so we would we wouldn't have to go into the main food court we would on our way out to the park in the morning we would stop into like the pool area and fill up our mugs and ice with ice and stuff and get ice for our water very nice containers so that was that was nice and easy. And I, I, I want to say they were still drenched when they made their mad dash back. <laughs> and then they were putting it and it was cold and wet and annoyed and tired. And she was just like, this is it. They got, she got like a hot shower, climbed into bed, turned on the TV, and they were done. <laughs> there was no bringing those two back out that night. I was my best friend. I'm like, I'm going to Hollywood Studios. I don't care if it's still raining. And she's like, that's fine, I'll go. So we put on our ponchos and we got everything ready. Hollywood Studios was pretty close to dead when we came back. I'm sure that's why it was so dead because there were, you know, obviously Toy Story Land's not going and all that rain and thunder and lightning. But it was nice because we just kind of walked around. We went into ABC Commissary and I had pot roast and mashed potatoes, which was perfect on a rainy day because it was actually kind of chilly. That's how long it stayed raining. Wow, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I got my popcorn bucket refilled like several times actually because I'm all about getting my money's worth out of the $10 popcorn bucket. <laughs> we are too. And yeah. <laughs> and well, this was almost hysterical. So we're in our ponchos and I'm thinking, let's go to an indoor thing before Fantastic and get out of the rain. So we're looking around at what's open and what doesn't have a long line that we're not going to miss. And my best friend is not enough of a roller coaster person. She will not get on a rocking roller coaster for anything. So I was like, well, that's not going to work. So um, I was like, let's just do this little journey to Little Mermaid thing. That sounds, that's nice and easy. So I'm enjoying it. It's a nice little show. How long has it been since you guys have done that? Or is that one of your favorite things? Two years ago. Okay. So I've never done it before. And I did not know that part of the show is to get rained on. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So we're actually thinking we just got, like, warm and dry. Took off the ponchos and everything, and we're sitting there, and then the rain comes out. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, there are some people sitting here that, I mean, I think that we were not in the minority of that. I think there's a lot of people that didn't, that they went literally did that to go inside, and then we got rained on inside, so that was <laughs> like, what is this? No. You think that they turn that, they, they have the option to turn that off or make it less, and you think that they would mm. do that on a day that rained. Yeah, no, they still did it. I mean, it was a nice, it was a sprinkle, but nonetheless, after being like monsooned on, it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And because of, I think what I did was we had a um, fast pass for Star Tours at like 5.30. And that was more for my daughter. My best friend's not a big Star Wars person. So I'm like, I can live without it, you know. So I modified that and I got a fast pass for Fantasmic. Oh, awesome. So we got into the preferred seating for Fantasmic. And we kind of, we just made sure we spilled again, filled up that popcorn bucket. And we got some drinks and went and sat. And I'm so glad we did it because it was just... 
amazing. I'd never seen it before. Oh, on our really? first, no, on our, on our first trip, even though, I mean, like, we went all out with everything just in case we had no idea what we were getting into or what we wanted to do. We had park hopper passes. I had planned for everything. I, like, got up early every day. We were just so tired. We just were not used to, like that Disney rush and right. how, you know, hard it is. Plus, I mean, she was young. She was only nine, you know, and so it was every night carrying her falling asleep on the bus in my lap, you know, every single time. And, and we weren't, we just never quite made it to a, other than Magic Kingdom for a show. So I was like, I have to see this. So it was totally worth it. I was so glad I did it. Because in the whole time when it's raining at Fantastic, they'll warn you, like, this it's show nice. employs live actors and pyrotechnics and lighting and this. We may not be able to pull it off in the rain you know so but I mean I don't not seeing it before I don't know if anything was missing we still had the fire breathing dragon still mm-hmm. had the fireworks there were still the live actors so I don't think I missed anything um, did they have Unless, all three princesses in it yeah okay because when we were there we thought it was really bizarre <laughs> it was missing the beauty and the beast right Isn't it the one? there was a float missing there's normally three and there were only two um, and they were yeah. playing beauty and the beast music and the beauty and the beast float was missing ah um, uh, and the dragon was not there when we okay, were there. Okay, so yeah, the last I didn't miss that. I was so glad. <laughs> they, to modify that, what they do is they have the um, they have Maleficent on like a lift. Yeah. And like you saw her on the lift, and they normally turn the light out and they show the dragon, and then that whoever that cast member is, they go backstage and get ready for the end or whatever. But uh-huh. when the dragon's not working, they just leave her on the lift, and it's like Mickey's fighting her instead of the dragon. Yeah. Which is less entertaining, but okay. it's a way to fix it so they can still go on gotcha yeah so i guess i think they employed everything because yeah i was because maleficent's my my absolute favorite villain and this particular trip on um, because i'm a big i'm one of those annoying moms that makes everybody wear coordinating outfits to the park (laughs) i don't um, have to do that anymore they want to do that we coordinate all our outfits before we leave On our Magic Kingdom day, I chose villain, and I got the Maleficent ears, and I had a pink top that said, listen well, all of you, with, like, Maleficent, like, silhouette. Awesome. And my husband had a t-shirt that I I ordered for him that said, my favorite Disney villain is my wife. (laughs) And then Abby wore, um, you know, the Descendants thing with all the the tweens, the Descendants movies. She wore um, her Evie t-shirt from Descendants. Oh, cool. And I actually had Evie ears made for her that matched it so and I, honestly nobody picked up on it until our last day in Epcot when we were waiting on Anna and Elsa one of the cast members goes are those Evie ears and I was like whoa <laughs> she like found it right away and she was yeah they are and she's like oh my gosh those are amazing um so that was yeah but that was our outfit that day and I think Hollywood Studios, we did Toy Story stuff. Um, Animal Kingdom, I was a little bit more laid back about it. We just all had to do Minnie Mouse, something with Minnie Mouse on it. And then that is the day my husband wears his T-shirt that says, let's get matching Disney shirts and no dad ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw a lot of those that, this year. Yeah, when I first found it, I thought I was being very unique. Although, I do, if you have funny ones, I said, when you're walking around, you hear everybody reading your shirts. Right. Like, like, and the Disney villain, my favorite Disney villain is my wife, was probably, I've never heard so many people repeat that. I think two people actually stopped and asked them to take a picture. Well, I, I know somebody stopped me. I can't remember which shirt we had on and asked where we got it. And I was like, oh, well, 
I, I, and I honestly, I order it from different people. We have people in our school now that do that. So I try to trade off. <laughs> oh, she's, she thinks it's the white shirt with what? It's the black shirt with the white Mickey on it. And we had the names put in the ears. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's cute. Um, it's one of my favorites because we got that one in 2015 with one family we went with. And then this year we went with different people and we got the same shirt made, but it's four year or yeah, four years later. And Joey can't wear his one from 2015 anymore anyway, because he's just, you know, he's a full on adult. So <laughs> he's definitely grown out of most of them by now. Otherwise, we probably have 20 shirts now. I would say probably. It's, it's insane. Because there for a while, Kaylee was finding things on Etsy. She's like, we got to get this shirt. We got to get this shirt. And so. Oh, yeah. That, I spent so much time on Etsy. Like, just, you, it becomes, like, so hard to make a decision. Yes, it does. And, and, I mean, I like buying them from Disney. Like, honestly, there's some unique ones with them, too. But if you really want them customized, right. it's kind of hard, you know, to get it. I think they just now started where they'll, they'll put, like, you know, the Miller family vacation or, you know, right. the whatever on it. But it's, it's kind of hard. To find, they just started doing that. I think in the last year that I noticed on the website. But um, so I guess I'm at our last park day was Epcot. Um, again, another rainy day. Not as hot. Sun wasn't as bright, but it was definitely just rainy and humid most of the day. Um, we could, but I made sure I got there early because our fast, first fast pass was at like 10:15 for Soren. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get there early enough because even though the World Showcase doesn't technically open till 11, Norwood Amon also does. It's the only one that opens right. earlier. So I was like, we are going to go and get, get that meet and greet because we didn't do it our first year. And we're going to go on the Frozen ride. And it actually worked out perfectly. Good. Um, I think we got there like 9.15, 9.30 and ma managed to make that work for us. It was a great, it was a fun ride. I had a lot of fun on it. Um, Did you get a good picture? On it also. Uh, honestly, the picture is not great. We did not get great ride pictures. I was, because I think some of it was rides we hadn't done before. So I didn't know where to look. Right. That's like, what happened with us on that The Caribbean way. picture is absolutely terrible in the Magic Kingdom. I didn't know it was coming and it was at the end of the night so we were tired so I'm literally just looking around like oh, what's going on now we're in the dark part and it's like boom picture and I was like that's terrible. I'm never posting that on social media. <laughs> so, um, yeah and I think in the Epcot one or in the Frozen one I think my friend you can't even see her because of somebody else like throwing their arm up or something so I'm like oh that was disappointing. Yeah. Ours looked but, so, it, we looked annoyed when we, the first no, picture, yeah. because we didn't know it was coming, just like you said. And so we took right. the picture and it looks awful. And I told Haley, it's still going in the scrapbook because it's a memory. But then in January, like less than a month later, I went on a mom's trip and I told everybody, okay, here's where the camera is. Be ready, be ready, be ready. Yeah, I was the only one not ready. I was holding my phone over my face to take a picture of something else and totally everybody else's yeah. face is in the picture except for mine. So I'm like, I'm such a dork. That, yeah, it is. I almost wish they would something would be particularly noticeable about those rides that would make you remember that it's coming and you would like, you know, because it's an opportunity for such an awesome picture, but if you're distracted at all, it's not going to come out right. Right at all. Um, but yeah, so that, that is a picture that was perfect. Um, made it to store and had a great time. That was also our first time on store because I used the Fast Pass the first year we went, I picked Test Track instead. Yeah. After like doing some research. And I'm glad I didn't try to do that this one, but we picked some 
because test drive was down all day because of the rain. I mean, I don't think it, I think that ride ran a few times and it was just done because if there's a sprinkle, they won't run that ride because right. of how it goes outside. So I, I made the right decision with that one. Um, and because it was just like, because it was sprinkling and people were kind of, you know, whatever, there just weren't as many people. And I'm like, well, I don't want to wait because I had made a fast pass for Journey with Figment, not that we really needed it, but I'm like, right. let's just go and do it. We're over here. Let's get in. Plus, that's where we met um, Ralph and Penelope and everything. We're over in that area. So we're like, well, let's just go to Journey with Figment. We've never done it before. And that kind of totally messed up my whole fast pass situation. Because I just thought, like, after the time went by and I went on the ride, that it just kind of went away. And it used to. And I kept, yes, and someone at guest services was so amazing to explain everything to me. Because I kept thinking, like, I really want a fast pass for illumination. Now, I've heard that, like, don't waste it on that if you're not, you know, on a night show, especially in Epcot. Because it's a big circle. There's not a bad view, pretty much. But I'm like... I just really want to make sure we see it because I knew Illuminations was going away. Right. And I'm like, I'm never going to see it again. So I have to see it. I have to at least get a, you know, I just had this in my head where I wanted to get a decent viewing of it. And so I went to guest services and I just kind of kindly explained, like, do I not know what I'm doing? Right. <laughs> I feel right. like I know how to work the app. And she kind of just took me through, oh, you didn't go click your band at that time. So as far as it's concerned, it's like, it won't let you do anything else because you never used it or like it still exists or something. And I was like, oh man, I was like, I just, okay. I was like, that's why it's not working. So I was just really trying to get a fast pass for illumination. She kind of looked and she, well, why do you want that one so much? And I was like, because I know I'm never going to see it again. You know, we're not going to be back, you know, for a while, a lot of I go So she was put on one minute and she went in the back room and she came back with this little magic clipboard and she took down all of our names and she said at, you know, about 20 or 30 minutes before the start time, which that might have been like nine o'clock or something, she's like, come over here to this spot. She got out the map and it was this little, it's basically VIP viewing right. for illuminations. It's a little alcove by the Italy Pavilion. And she said, come over here and check in. Your name's on the clipboard and you get this seating for this ride. That's awesome. I was like, are you serious? I was like, oh my gosh. And like, that was, that was the Christian dust. That was the magic. Like, just because I was kind and, and, you know, nice and just asked nicely, they were willing to do that for me because I told them how much it meant to me to see it. Cool. So, of course, that made me want to cry. Of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, throughout the day, I think we also did, we definitely, we did, I said we did Senate, we did, we did Spaceship Earth. Um, my daughter loves Spaceship Earth, which surprises me because it's slow moving and kind of educational. So, <laughs> you would think she would, she would like Nick's favorite ride, Living with the Land. Yes. <laughs> She hated that ride. She complained all day. Oh my god! And I made her go. And I was just like, Abby, it's just, it wasn't raining. There was nothing else to do. We got on the little boat, and you rode around, and you got to see the garden vegetables. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> and she's like, that was so boring, and I don't want to be at school on vacation. <laughs> That's how, when we rode on Spaceship Earth, Haley's like, oh my gosh, it's my ancient civilization class all in one big ride. Right, right. Yeah, that was, I was like, I don't get why you like Spaceship Earth so much and you don't like living with the land. I don't, I don't get it. I got, I caught a lot of grief about that one. We, um, we had lunch, our quick service lunch that day was Cantina de San Angel. Um, we got the amazing margaritas that I just heard Kaylee talking about Friday. <laughs> 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 um, we got, that was awesome. Um, and I like how they have all those, um, like the Mexican, like sodas 
for the kids. Yes. Which, the, you know, the ones made with the cane sugar. So Abby got one of those and loved it. Um, their guacamole there was just incredible. I don't know if you're a guacamole fan, yes, but man, yeah. that stuff was good. Oh, my goodness. That was really, really good there. We also, later in the day, we had, like, a early dinner. We went, we were hanging out at Italy Pavilion, and we went into, I think it's called, like, the Wine Room or something like that. It's kind of like a table service restaurant, but you don't really need a reservation. It's close to Viennapoli. I'm not. Oh, okay. We kind of just stumbled on it. Because we were on quick service, I didn't make a Viennapoli reservation. My husband was just like, I really want to have pizza in Italy. So, they didn't have pizza on the adult menu. We shared some kind of something. We And also got some limoncello. Just wanted to try it. We said that that was the best place to try it. And then my daughter had like this, like a cheese pizza on the kids menu that she had. And she couldn't even finish it because it was so big. So my husband finished it. And everybody was happy. <laughs> um, and then... My friend really wanted to try the Boulangerie Patisserie, that's what it's called, and we got like, we got some macaroons there and like a quick little, you know, American ham and cheese version on like the croissant, and that was good. That was all kind of just trying to stay out of the rain before illuminations. Prior to that, I'm looking at my notes, I forgot about this, Abby managed to trick my best friend with the Beverly, <laughs> so she did not know about it at all, and she was just, Dennis and I were dying laughing looking at her because she's like, Ellen, we get to go into this place and you get to have all these pops for free. It's so good. You gotta try this one. And she's like, Mom, what's that called? The bee? And I looked at her, I was like, you know the Beverly? And she's like, yeah, Mom, the one that's really good. <laughs> you, I was like, you're such a car artist. Why just kind of let her do it? And oh my gosh, her face. And I guess she's been, she went to Disney as a child, but I don't know if they either didn't do Epcot and Beverly wasn't a thing or she just didn't remember because she totally fell for it. And she was expecting to taste something good and taste <laughs> That's what we were looking for Nick the other day when he said, well, I try it every time just because. And we're like, it's not going to change. It's not going to get better. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I took a sip of it again, too. Just so, but yeah, that's, that's so terrible. <laughs> I don't know how people do that. But, yeah, she got her to fall for it, like, super, super easy. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Um, and then we stumbled upon, um, you know that stage there? I guess it is pretty close. We were staying pretty close to Italy Pavilion just because we were waiting on to be able to go into that area and kind of sit down, calm right. down. Um, and there's that big stage right there where we'll have those free concerts during, like, the festival. And we were actually not there during a the festival. It had just, the um, Flower Garden had just ended when we got there. Okay. But they had, I can't remember what it was called now, but it was basically, like, the people from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Star wow. And everybody, they were all that, all that dressed up, and they were putting on a concert, and they were singing, like, all the songs that Star Wars, like, plays on his Man. Oh, wow. And I didn't even know, I didn't see that in the Times Guide. I didn't even know it was a thing, but we just kind of stumbled on it. We, so we sat down and had some gelato and watched that show and had a good time. Being on that VIP area, I don't really know, like, what each in there, if it's part of, like, maybe the VIP tours or something. Um, it was neat because people were really not on top of you at all. And you could kind of just, like, put your stuff down and not worry about anything. Right. Right. I mean, it wasn't like it was super comfy chairs or anything, but you could just, like, sit down. And I think I posted some pictures and video of my daughter before she was dancing, like, the whole time. She was doing her tap dance there. She was doing pirouettes in her tennis shoes. She was just pretty much dancing the whole time, waiting until illumination started. So it was, and it was, I was not disappointed. I thought it was worth 
with it to stay and wanted, I, mean, I really didn't want to leave the park because I knew it was my last park day. Yeah, it's I hard. just couldn't bring myself to leave. I was like, I have to, I got to soak it all in. Yeah, but, um, we're like that now. And how many times have we been there? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. We'll always be like, you yeah, next time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of glad it wasn't like Magic Kingdom because they're, I think, fireworks are a little bit more like emotional. So I was like, it just adds to the Disney blues when you're, yeah. when you get the real heavy one. So it was, was kind of better that it was what it was. But based on how many people in the mass exodus out of the park there were, people must have come back for the show or something like left during the rain and come back. And there was actually, I saw two different children who had gotten separated. Oh, no. Standing with the security telling them their name and they're talking on the radio and everything like that, trying to consider. Because, I mean, I think it's just a mess. And it's dark, too, when you're leaving at that time of night. So I think, I mean, even though my daughter's older, I'm just like, somebody get a hold of her. Right. (laughs) I want to make sure she's in between us. Like, I'm behind, like, my husband's usually in the front and I put her in the middle if I'm not hanging on to her just so I never lose my sight of her because you could just easily have somebody walk through your crowd and lose your kid. Did you go all the way to the front of the park then? Yes, I didn't think about International Gateway. We were kind of just following the massive crowd. I, I looked at it later and was like, there was a better way to get out. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm all about that. It is busier now because the Skyliner is there, but it wasn't too bad, and that's how we stumbled on the Skyliner the very first night that we were there, so that was a good thing for us. Uh, um, we always, no, I'm going to say always, but probably 90% of the time take the boat to Hollywood Studios and catch the buses from there. And so then when they said that they had the Skyliner, we're like, okay, we're riding the Skyliner to Hollywood Studios. And so, um, but yeah, it's just so crazy that everybody goes to the front of the park. And so if you, I mean, if you think about it, especially if you're staying at Yacht and Beach Club and uh, Broadway and all that, it's much easier for you for them to go on the boat. What did I say? Yeah. Boardwalk. I said Broadway. Sorry, Kayla's making fun of me. (laughs) You can feel free to interrupt me, Kaylee. Yeah, I didn't, I think it's one of the things when, like, you do all the research and you read all the stuff and, it, you know, and it's like, oh, this is a good idea or something to do. This is, avoid the crowd, go this way. Here is this map of all the least traveled pathways. Right. And then you get into a crowd of people and all of that information goes right out your brain and you don't know anything anymore. And you're just like, I will just follow the crowd. I will go to the bus. <laughs> I'm done now. But yeah, we were, I mean, we, my husband was down and he was so tired. He was down and determined to get on that very first bus to Sarah Joe Spring. That sounds like He did not. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, I am not waiting on the second bus. I am going to make it there. He was, and he's not like a small guy, but he will bob and weave like he is through the crowd to find the, you know, to make sure we were on that first bus. And because it's Epcot and we know how some people like to drink around the world a bit in excess, um, there were a few people even standing on the bus back to our resort. And I kind of, I usually, people usually feel sorry for me and give me a seat because I have Abby with me. And then I'll just put her on my lap and she'll, most of the time she'll nod off even though she's, you know, 11. <laughs> so we're sitting there and I can hear this lady that was hanging on to a pole and I hear her saying, like, when the bus was playing, she's like, oh, my gosh, that was too much. I'm going I'm to be sick. I'm going to oh, be no. sick. And I'm like, oh, no, it's somebody who drank too much. <laughs> Oh, no. Thankfully, it, I got off at my stop before I saw anything bad happen. But I'm just sitting there like, oh, no, that is not what I need on my lap day. I do not want to. No. Bad enough when it happens just, in your job. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess I just, I mean, I'm not opposed to everybody enjoying an adult beverage at the parks because they have so many unique options there that you can't get anywhere else. Right. I just don't understand why you'd want to get sick at Disney and like, you know, just have to consume too much alcohol. And for one thing, you're spending so much money to waste on like feeling like that. I just don't know why anybody would do that, but that's just me. No, and that that's how I am. And because uh, my colleagues, there's a couple of them that do that. They've done it. Well, they were doing it every year, but now um, they're not teaching dance anymore. So they're just going to go randomly once in a while. And she's like, you're going with us and you're doing that. And I'm just like, that just does not sound enjoyable. No. You can take a no. sip of every Well, that's what I told her. I said, you can get the drinks and I can have a little sip. But yeah. And then um, then I have drunk around the world. She goes, it's not the same thing, Vicky. And I was like, oh, my God. But she had shirts made and everything that her and her sister that said I drank around the world and so crazy but anyways yeah I had I mean we our first trip I was um, we were there during Flower and Garden and that was an incredible way because they don't give big big drinks big portions there so that was an awesome way to sample a lot of the things about having too much because they'll give you it's like four and six ounce pours of like beers and wine oh, okay. so you're not getting that much from the, the I just noticed that a lot with the festival booth pours especially the beers it was like four or six ounces at the max. So then you could So probably... I was like, that's, you could get in trouble if you weren't counting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that does not want to be my last memory on the bus of <laughs> someone getting ill. Thankfully, it did not happen. So the next day was then our departure day. Very sad. The Tragical Express came to pick up. I always take a sad leaving Disney photo. My husband, however, smiles and puts his big thumb in the air because he's just like, He's a homebody. He likes to go on vacation, but he's such a homebody. He's just like, vacation's over. He's like, okay, it's time to go home. Right. Like, he's not sad about it, no matter where you're leaving. But so Abby and I usually tear up on the bus a little bit because that's play the sad video on the bus anyway. I know. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was, I mean, overall, it was a great trip. I think doing a split day is like really fun. And they were good about moving our luggage. I know that's something people I even had to inquire about. The only thing I will tell you is, is, if you are planning on when you move on the resort day or on your resort moving day, if you're planning on going to the pool like you would like on an arrival day in the Magical Express, if you want to be able to get on that transport bus that'll take you somewhere else, you cannot take a rolly bag with you. Oh, no. They'll move them for you. Did they not do that? Yeah, they would, but I wanted to keep it with me because it had my pool stuff in it. Oh, I, we just kept our pool stuff in a separate bag, but... um. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one carry-on I had, I packed like all of our family stuff into my one because I thought that was like I can put all of our pool stuff in this one rolly bag instead of us all taking a backpack. Gotcha. So that was kind of like my plan, and I didn't know that. So what we ended up doing when we moved, we checked all of our the rest of our luggage to be moved, and then I just called a, an Uber to come pick us up from French Quarter to Saratoga Springs, and that's such a quick drive. Right. I want to say it was like ten minutes. It was like an $8 Uber. Yeah. <laughs> Ubers can be really resorts. cheap. They've just gotten expensive when we're there because the demand is so much higher. Because I know the first yeah. year we did it, what, it was like $12 for, yeah, it was like $12 from, uh, we were at All Star Music that year going to Polynesian and it was pretty cheap. But then the next year we went to take an Uber and they're like, it'll be $36. And we're like, what? Wow. But they're like, well, this is under high demand right now. Yeah, that is the thing about those services. Um, yeah, ours luckily it was like morning before our breakfast reservation at 11. So it wasn't. And I love taking Disney transportation. Like, I yes. think that's half the adventure. Yes. Of like, is. okay, let's get on the bus. 
phone booth, and I just pull them, and then go get on the monorail and ride it to the Polynesian. Like, yeah. I, you know, I think that that's fun. That's how you kind of learn, I think, all your ropes, and that's how you kind of, I think you meet other families that way, too. Right. And, my, I mean, my husband has never met a stranger. He will talk to anybody about anything, so every form of transportation we were on, had <laughs> someone, he'd ask them, like, how long, it was, you know, how long have you been coming? He met a bunch of DVC people, like, you know, he's always asking questions about it, because he just, he's just like that. Yeah. I no, always we, say he's like, he's thing. like that joke of the guy on the airplane who, like, I'm sitting on the airplane with my earbuds in, I don't want to talk to anybody. My husband just got moved, and I'm pretty sure he's in somebody's wedding now. Like, that's him. So <laughs> 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 oh, he's make, making friends, and I'm just sitting here like, oh, no, he's about <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, it has been great talking to you. I am so glad that we were able to work this out because I know our schedules are a little goofy just because the time zones are different. But... And the time difference, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, more, it's worse for you. I mean, for us, it's only 8.30 right now, so it's 9.30 where you are. So hopefully your daughter's already in bed or she's heading there so that you're not keeping her up. But Yeah. Well, luckily, Wednesdays is my, it's my best night because it's our only night where she is not at dance until 8 or after 8 p.m. Gotcha. So. Very cool. Well, I appreciate you talking to us, and I would love to talk to you again about whatever you would like to talk about because this was fun. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. You guys have a wonderful evening. You too. Take Thank care. You. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to us as we talk to Brandy and hear about her wonderful trip. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can simply email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip, you can, or just get a free quote, quote, excuse me, you can text us at 636-373-4497 or you can contact me directly, Vicki, V-I-C-K-I-E dot black, like the color, at your story travel. You can check us out on our social media accounts, which is yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or you can check us out on our Twitter account at Mousecapades Pod. I apologize. I've not been doing a lot of Twitter. I'm not a Twitter person. That's more Nick, and I'm working on that, I promise. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Pod. Well, Kaylee, I think it's about that time. Disney love and pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M I C. See you real soon. K E Y. Why? Because we like you. M O.